What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Verzi Effect Podcast Show. My name is Paul Verzi, and I'm doing this one early, everybody. This is, uh, well, it's going to technically be Friday, October 5th when it's done. But currently, it is 11.47 p.m. Thursday night, October the 4th. My name is Paul Verzi, and you guys are listening to the Verzi Effect, episode number 80. That's right. I'm giving this to you guys um, a little uh, little early this week just because I got some more traveling coming up and I'm not going to be taking all of my uh, equipment, which really just entails my fucking laptop and a microphone um, and all that shit. So I'm not going to be doing that because I'm going to be um, hopefully getting my, my new website up. I've been trying to fucking work this thing. I'm doing it myself and I just want to get it done. So that should be getting going uh, while I'm in Cincinnati. So, um, great episode for you. Got some cool stuff to talk to you guys about um, the end of last weekend. By the way, um, shout out thanks to uh, my buddy Bill Burr. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast, man. We had a great time in Jacksonville. We had an un- dude. It was it was unreal, man. Just shooting the guns, going to the games. We At night, we were drinking whiskey, smoking cigars. It was just fucking everything the road should be. Uh, truly one of the, just one of the, I don't know if I've ever had more fun on the road ever. Um, and then, uh, so which what you guys don't know, uh, which I didn't talk about, was the football game. We went to the, um, we went to the Bengals and, uh, or the Jaguars-Bengals game. And the reason why I said Bengals first is because we're going to the Bengals game this week, too. Uh, we're actually working together again back-to-back weeks, so it uh, should be another great one. But we went to the game, and we both bet on the Bengals. Bengals won. Dude, I called it. Uh, and I did before the game. I even tweeted it, so fuck you if you think I'm lying. You could look it up. I said, loving Cincy today. I called it. Cincy beat the hell out of him. But just a great time. And um, we just were laughing our asses off and just drinking beers at the football game. It was awesome. But then at the end of the game, we decided to stay in a torrential downpour. And we're screaming like, real fans stay, even though we know that's really not the case. It's just we we were like fucking, they sold these beers, right? They were these like, um, these blue moons. But they were like doubles, so they were 24 ounces for 12 bucks, and we had three each. So basically, we drank a six-pack of Blue Moon each. So by the end of the game, we're just standing in the pouring rain. We won our bet. We walked back to the hotel in just a torrential downpour. It was just so much fucking fun. And, uh, you know, good mood and everything. So things got kind of hairy at night. Here's what happened. Good story right off the bat. That's how I'm going to set off uh, episode 80. So... We get back to the hotel, we're drenched, we're like, alright dude, here's the deal, let's go to our rooms, we'll get dry, fucking get ready, meet you downstairs for the for the Sunday night game, we're watching the bar, it was the Giants, my Giants, and the Eagles. So we're like, alright, cool. Um, I might get interrupted in this because I'm doing this and my kids are upstairs sleeping, and of course, uh, since I have to leave for Cincinnati in a few hours, uh, this isn't going to go smoothly, but I'm going to do my best. So... We get back to the hotel, meet you downstairs in a half hour, and uh, here we go. Here's the monitor, everybody. Here, here's my life. Ready? You want to? You want I talk about being tired? Listen. Uh, not on cue. All right, I thought she was gonna start screaming on cue. Uh, here it is. 
All right, I'm going to have to come back to this shit. Son of a bitch. It's a good story, man. It's a good story. Me and uh, Burr almost got into a brawl with some people. Hold on. Okay, I'm back. And, um, all right, sorry about that. So, back to the story here. This is a good one, man. This is the first time uh, where, man, I thought, I didn't know, man. I didn't know if we were going to get into a fight. Um, but shit got hairy. So, here goes. So, we get back to the Hyatt Hotel, and we go, we get dry, and I'm supposed to meet Bill downstairs for the for this game. I get down there, and um, I start seeing, like, some people that were at the show, which was kind of weird, because the, the hotel that we were staying at was pretty far from the comedy club, like a 20-minute drive on the highway, okay, and... These drunk dudes are like, oh, dude, you guys were fucking great last night. We were far. We were crying. You know, can we buy you a drink or can we buy you something like that? And I'm like, oh, man, you know, I'm just, we're just going to watch the game and show. Oh, where's your buddy? Where's your buddy? I'm like, oh, you know, he's doing something, but, you know, we'll be around. We'll be around. You know, I'm trying to be pet. And they're just like talking drunk and everything. And, oh, dude, you guys were great. So I'm like, oh, these guys are cool, you know? So. Bill calls me and he's like, dude, my bad, I'll be back down in a second, I'm just, I'm, I'm taking care of something, I'll be down, I'll be down in a second, you know, so I'm like, alright dude, should, should I order food or, or what, and he's like, oh, I'm on my way down, whatever, so, getting ready for the game, and Bill comes downstairs, and we go and we sit down into the bar, and the guys recognize us, and they're like, oh yeah, what's going on, and they just sit there, and like, all fucking Bill and I wanted to do was just relax and watch this game, you know, unwind, we both gotta fly, Early in the morning, we had a car service taking us to the airport at 4.45 a.m. So we just wanted to watch this fucking game in peace, have a couple of drinks, whatever, okay? And the guys, like, sit down, these four guys. Two of them were brothers. One of them was like, yeah, it's my brother. He's kind of a fuck-up. It was hilarious. The dude was just fucking drunk and fucked up. The other guy, his arm was in a sling, and he said he fell off a tree, fell out of a tree, broke his arm, and he's he's drunk, and he just kind of kept saying the same thing. One guy, this heavy set dude from St. Louis, he was kind of cool, but like he was still just like you know whatever. He was, you know, you could tell real partiers like you know these guys fucking leave their wives and shit, and they just fucking go crazy for a weekend, whatever the fuck they do. So finally, we realize that they're gonna sit with us for the first half of this game. We're like around us, like near the table and shit, and we're just like ugh, you know whatever. What are you gonna do? So, um, all of a sudden we're talking and we start talking sports and the one dude who seemed like the straight one as far as like, oh, my brother's the fuck up. This guy was the brother who wasn't the fuck up. He's the one saying my brother's the fuck up. He's the one whose arm was in a sling and he said, oh, I got three kids and I got a wife and you know, all this shit. I'm like, yeah, the guy's cool, but he constantly kept saying the same thing. He constantly kept, you guys, man, I really appreciate what you guys do. And you guys, fuck it, that's amazing. And you guys are so funny. And you guys, like, what's the goal? Like, what's the goal? To, like, get big? To make it big? And, like, all kinds of shit. Just drunk and shit. So finally, like, out of nowhere, he kind of just gets, like, fucking really chippy. Like, he's like, ah, dude, you know, fuck New York. And I go, dude, first of all, I'm not sitting here talking about wherever the fuck you're. When's the last time you won anything, you know? It's from the Midwest or something. And we start, fuck New York, fuck this, and fuck that. And he was, like, really, really drunk. So, you know, Burr's busting my balls. Like, oh, he does have a point about New York and shit. You know, joking. But, like, you know, we're talking. And all of a sudden, it starts to get fucking hot. Now, here's where you guys got to follow this, okay? Because there's a part of this story that happened that Bill didn't know about. 
and it almost caused a problem. So anyway, so two things happened. I'm going to tell you guys the first thing. So the heavyset guy from St. Louis, he gets up and goes to the bar bar and leaves our table, and we're sitting there with the two drunk brothers, okay? And during it, the heavy guy goes, hey, Paul, Paul. And I look over, and he goes, come here, come here. And he introduced us to a couple of these guys that were there, and one of them was like this like UFC-looking like fucking fighter who looks like he'd fucking kill somebody, right? And he goes, dude, you see this guy over here? This guy fucking eats people. This guy's this. This guy's that. And he goes, yeah, this guy was uh, one of the comedians at the thing. Nice. So I just shake the guy's hand. Guy looked pretty intense. And I leave. I go back down to my seat. And I'm sitting there. And um, we're talking again. And we're talking to the guy in the sling and his brother. And all of a sudden, this fucking heated argument about sports gets like going like crazy. Right, and I'm like, no, fuck you, really, really, the fucking Giants, this or the Giants, that, really, they didn't, they didn't fucking deserve the Super Bowl because Wes Welker dropped the ball, really, you fucking, and we're just going back, I'm like, what have you won? You know what? Yeah, New York does matter more, and I just start getting defiant. I start fucking laying into this fucking guy, like I start, it starts getting like people are looking, and this drunk goes, oh fuck you, fuck this, I'm going out for a small, and, and it just gets starts to get weird, so. The guy in the sling who's starting to get crazy about sports leaves. Me and Burr continue the discussion about New York and whatever. And Burr's like, dude, you got to fucking chill out. I'm like, no, no, dude, this is like, these guys are, you know, like, not that I was getting crazy, but it was just like turning into a heated thing. And then all of a sudden, now I don't know. Okay. This guy all of a sudden walks in the chair that the guy who left in the sling, the guy who had his arm in a sling, who left the guy that was being drunk and everything. Okay. So right before, oh yeah, there's one extra part. The guy who's, who, the brother who was like really fucked up, he was so fucked up during the sports argument, he just goes, you know something, dude, this is just like, this is getting nuts. Like he was just like, like sitting there just watching this shit unfold, right? So the brother in the sling goes outside and me and Bill continue the discussion and I start continuing the discussion about sports and all of a sudden that UFC dude that I got introduced to, unbeknownst to Bill, sits down and he I guess he's listening to the sports argument or whatever and he goes oh so you're the funny guy huh you're the funny guy and he sits in front of me in the seat that the guy whose arm was in a sling was and 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 he sits there and he goes come on say something funny tell me something funny and he kind of just looks and smirks now Bill doesn't know how I was introduced to this guy that he was introduced as some fucking like killer or whatever this and that and the guy's just got this like twinkle in his eye like yeah say something funny smart like and I, and I took it as very threatening bill didn't know so bill is literally thinking oh god we just got another guy who just doesn't get that comedians are trying to hang out so bill looks over the table when this guy sits down he looks at me and he points at me and he goes well you're getting out of this one on your own now i'm thinking I'm thinking, holy shit, is Bill fucking bailing on me right now? Like, is this is Bill going to fucking make, the, if, this, if this guy and me, if this shit gets hairy? Like, I didn't realize, right? But this shit gets gangster. Bill pulled some gangster shit, dude. So I'm sitting there and I'm looking at the guy and everyone just starts looking over at him, looking at me. He goes, come on, man, say something funny. Tell me something funny. I go, yeah, dude, it doesn't work that way, man. I, go, I get paid for, for telling jokes, you know? Oh, come on, man, just say something. I go, no, dude, I'm really not. And, like, you know, Bill's like, you did this, man. And I'm just like, son of a bitch, dude. Like, I'm not, what, what the fuck do you want from me? I'm not, I'm not saying something. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying a joke. So, you know, what the fuck? And, like, dude, the bar's looking. Like, people are looking around. 
And then like finally I started to get to the point where I'm like, dude, I'm not telling a joke. And like it's I, like it started to get like not weird, but then, you know, Bill Bill's just like, all right, dude, you know what, man? Like we're not going to tell a joke. We're just trying to chill out, dude. So and the UFC guy like moves his chair for Bill to get out of the way. Like, in other words, go, go ahead, dude, you leave. So Bill goes, no, dude, we're not we're not. He's not going to tell a joke. Like we're not doing that. Like we just want to chill out, dude. Like, you know, like whatever you know, thanks, you know, appreciate everything, but, you know, nice to meet you, but go, so the guy moves his chair and goes, you leaving, and Bill, dude, this shit was gangster, Bill goes, no, no, I'm not, you are, okay, get up, it's like, it's time to go, and I'm just going, fuck, this guy's gonna get up now, and start shit with Bill, my stupid ass is gonna get arrested, because if he gets smart with Bill, I'm gonna fucking try to smack a chair over his face, you know, because I'm stupid like that, like in uh, like Pepsi and Casino, because I'm I'll crack your fucking head open again. No, so I'm sitting there and I'm going fuck this guy, and the guy just stands up, and the guy goes, oh, "All right, man, like I didn't mean any," and like shakes Bill's hand and shakes. He's like, "No, oh, I didn't mean it to be weird. I didn't mean for any." And I was like, "Dude, is this gonna fucking get crazy?" Or like, is this guy like Bill just totally flipped it? Like, no, dude, you're fucking leaving. Enough is enough. And the dude just totally like shook our hands and left. Okay. And uh, I was just like, holy shit. So I said to Bill, I go, dude, you don't know what happened. I go, they introduced me to this guy as some like killer or whatever. And then he comes up to me and he's like, yeah, so tell a joke, funny man, this and that. And you just thought it was just some guy. And Bill's like, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know the vibe you were getting. I didn't know how you were taking it. And I go, yeah, dude. So when you said to me, oh, you get out of this one, I'm thinking, oh, fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you, you know, I, I don't know, you know, and, and I know Bill wouldn't put me in a spot like that, but it was just weird. So that guy gets up and leaves, and I tell Bill, I go, dude, I was crazy. He just told I got to fucking leave. So who comes back into the bar but Mr. fucking Arm in a Sling, and during that whole fight, his brother who was drunk puts his hands up and goes, this is freaking me out. I got to go to bed. I'm drunk. And the when the one guy leaves. So now the other guys left the bar. The other guys leave. The UFC guy, even though he wasn't even a UFC guy, I think it was a military guy who just got out of. Somebody apologized and said that he had just got back from Afghanistan and Either way, that's probably worse than a fucking UFC fighter. So that guy leaves, and the drunk brother leaves. So we're still hanging out with the heavy set guy and Mr. Fucking Armsling, who's fucking really drunk and like gets snappy, but he keeps like complimenting. He was one of those guys who's like, "You guys are awesome, dude. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, fuck New York. It was just fucking weird. You know, I guess it sounds like typical fucking alcoholic, right? Just ridiculous." So he comes back, and we're talking. And one of the waiters or servers, like server, comes up to the guy, in, you know, whose arm was fucked up and goes, hey, man, and just says something to him. And the guy looks at him and goes, fuck you. And I and Bill and me are just taken back. And the guy goes, what would you say? And he goes, fuck you, dude. Fuck you. And the guy goes, sir, why don't talk to me like that. I'm going to get a manager. And if you talk to me like that, he goes, no, no, dude, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Like he was like bailing out of it. No, no, I'm just kidding. So I look over and I'm like, dude, is this, I'm like, yeah, I think he's just kidding, man. It's all, you know, it's all good. And he goes, all right, well, don't, don't talk to me like that again. Like it doesn't, you know, don't let that shit happen again or whatever he said. And then a manager comes over and, and it was just like, you know, it was just weird, you know? And, and we just want to watch the fucking game. So in the middle of all this, I'm looking up at the giant plays and I'm clapping my hands and we're trying to watch the Giants game and we're with these fucking guys. Really annoying and it's going to go into a point that I want to talk about, about comedians hanging out and dealing with people that watch their show. But let me get back to this story. So we're sitting there 
and the waitress comes over, and the guy's like, I'll get you guys another drink. Like, that's, he was being, like, real passive-aggressive. He's like, all right, another round, another round. All right, let's get another round. Like, the waitress comes over, and he goes, hey, can I get a hug? Can, like, real creepy. Can I get a hug? And we're just like, what, dude, did you just ask her for a hug? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I just want a hug. What's the big deal? You know, I'm a nice guy. I got a family. I got, I got three kids, a great wife. You know, I just, just want a hug. And the waitress is, like, totally getting creeped out, and she's like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to give you a hug. Like, what, what do you want to drink? God, just one hug, just one hug. And it was just getting really weird. So he sits down, and we were like, dude, you got to stop asking. Like, even his friend was like, dude, you got to stop asking the girl for a hug, man. It's really weird, and it's really creepy. And he's like, what, what was creepy about? Why, why is it creepy? I just don't understand. I'm just asking for a hug. What, like, why is it creepy? And we're like, dude, you're asking a strange girl every single time she comes over here in your drunken state for a hug. It's fucking weird. Like, there's no, there's no getting around that, that that's weird. You know, like, you can't, you're asking, yeah, let me just get, so then she leaves, and he goes, no, I really want to ask somebody, like, is it, and, and Bill said, like, dude, stop, like, it's weird. So, she comes back, and he's like, dude, are you, like, creeped out about me asking for a hug, and he wouldn't let go, and I go, dude, you just gotta stop, okay, it's weird, he's like, all right, fine, fine, and he puts his hands up, he goes, I'll stop, it's a hug, it's a fucking hug, you know, just the, you know, the typical drunk guy shrugging their shoulders, acting like, why is everybody picking on me, type bullshit, right, and, you know, I'm just sitting there, and now it's just getting old, you know, it's, it's, whatever, it's, it's almost halftime, or, or it's halftime now, and it's, it's just getting stupid, and then finally, this is where shit got real, this old man, probably I'd say 75 years old, 70, 75 years old, white hair, he's got a black hat on, he's got a Jacksonville Jaguars jersey on, and he's with somebody younger. And all of a sudden, the guy sitting sitting with us, the drunk asshole whose arm is fucked up, looks over at this old man, and he goes, fuck you, dude, fuck you. And the old man goes, excuse me, and walks over. Now, instantly, you know, me and Burr had the old man's back no matter what. But we just want, I just wanted to see what he said. So he goes, listen to me right now, sir. He goes, next time you want to say something like that to somebody, you better know who the fuck you're talking to. And it was awesome. And we're like, yes. You know, and he goes, lesson over. And the guy tried saying something. And he goes, oh, I was just trying to joke around. He goes, no, 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 lesson over. And he walks away. And I look over and I, I call for them to get a manager to get this guy out of here because I was fed up with it. I was sick. I was, it was disgraceful what this guy was doing now, especially to an old man asking this lady, right? So me and Bill look at each other and it's just ridiculous. And even his friend is like, what are you doing? His friend was like totally like siding with us, even though his friend was kind of like, you know, whatever. But his friend was definitely siding with us. Like, what are you doing, man? So the manager, um, so I was like, you guys got to call somebody, man. This is ridiculous. And then like the old guy left and I go, good for you, sir. I say to the old man and I say to the guy, I go, I go, dude, what are you doing? And he looks at me and he goes, fuck you. And I dude, guys, I fucking snapped. I snapped. I go, what? No, no, no. Fuck you. And I point right in his, between his fucking eyes and I go, no, no, no. Fuck you. Okay. Fuck you. I'm sick of this bullshit. Okay, you're sitting here, you're asking this fucking waitress, and he saw in my eyes, dude, I was ready to throw the fuck down. I'm not kidding, I'm not trying to be tough, but I was ready to stick a fucking chicken wing in this guy's eye socket, dude. I just, like, hitting him till I wouldn't stop again. I just lost my shit. But, like, I lost it, but I held it together at the same time. I just, but when I said fuck you the third time, I just had that conviction, dude. I just lost it, man. I snapped. I was ready to go, dude. I was ready to go. And Bill's just watching me, and, he, and his friends are just watching me, like, just quiet, not saying anything, and they're just letting me go. 
and I go, fuck you. I go, you're asking this girl. You keep asking this strange girl, like some creep for a hug. Nobody wants to give you a hug. And then you fucking see some old guy. You say, fuck you to him. I go, you know something? Just finish your drink and, and leave. I go, matter of fact, I don't want you to finish your drink. Get the fuck up and leave right now. Get up and leave. I don't want you sitting here. He goes, well, I go, get up and leave right now. I don't want you fucking sitting here right now. Get the fuck up. I don't want to see you. I don't even want to look at or said some shit like that. And dude, the dude just put his head down and grabbed his drink and walked away. And nobody addressed that I did it. It was just one of those fucking moments. And uh, his friend was like, yeah, I don't know, man, what the, what his problem is, this and that. And his friend just leaves. And we just start watching the game in peace and everything is good. <laughs> and then one of the most <laughs> hilarious, like 20 minutes later, he kind of staggers back in and tries to sit down at the same thing. I go, no, dude, what are you doing, dude? Get, it, get out of it. And Bill goes, <laughs> Burr looks at him and goes, dude, beat it, beat it. You're a dick, beat it. Just your night's done. Your night's done. Beat it. And he just got up and left. <laughs> and uh, that was it. And then, and that was it, man. And after that, after the game, we had a we had a cigar and we were just bullshitting. But uh, it got pretty. They, they, especially with the UFC guy, it got pretty nuts. Uh, so I guess the moral of the story is, no matter how cool people seem after a show, listen to me right now. And I learned this. I learned this from from a bunch of comedians. Okay, obviously veterans who've been in the game a lot longer than I have. But here's the deal. You can be nice. They could even buy you a drink. But do not stay around and hang out through the rest of the night, okay? And sit there and shoot the shit and get personal with these people, okay? They don't know you. They were in the crowd. They are civilians, okay? They saw you in a way that you normally don't see people like that. You don't usually meet somebody and drink with them. After seeing them on stage, okay? It's not something that, that happens. And there's a reason why. And I've heard you, you can get into a lot of trouble that way. Okay, you end up getting, you know, you end up, something ends up breaking out. And you get fucking, they, they ask you. I think that actually happened to Ray Lewis. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Like, you know, shots fired out. Oh, who's there? So, you never want that no matter where you're at in your career. You're still the comedian that they saw that night and they were that was drinking with them. It's a bad look. It's a bad move. Don't do it. And I saw it unfold. These guys were family men. These guys just, you know, they, they had their, they had their fucking kids. They were on vacation. They acted like they're having a good time. And then you just see, like everybody else, they got problems. They're alcoholics. They got some bullshit wrong with them. And shit can get weird. And luckily, we handled it. And granted, the whole time, we're drinking whiskeys, you know, sipping them like gentlemen and enjoying ourselves and watching these people act a fool. And that's what happened. So, you know, and look, the way I'm raised and the way that I am, I just like, just, I, I don't know, I inherited it. I don't know, but if somebody, if I'm there and somebody tries to fuck with my friend, like, it's like they're fucking with me. Like, it's over. Like, I mean, and maybe that's stupid. Maybe that's the Sicilian in me. But, you know, if Bill told that guy, no, you're getting up and you're leaving, you know, leave my buddy alone and the guy wants to fight him, like, it's going to get stupid and crazy. And then, and then what happens? Who's got things to lose? You know, I got a family. I'm trying to build a career. Burr's got a great career. All this shit. So we got shit to lose. It's not worth it. Whatever level you're at. It, whatever level you're at. Because people try, you know, they want to see, oh, does he think I'm funny? I'm going to say something funny. Does he think that's funny? Like all kinds of shit like that. So don't do it. It's ridiculous. It really is. And, and, and you know what? That's going to go unacceptable for the week is talking shit to an older person. 
or just you know something unacceptable for the week is yelling at somebody in a in a in a threatening way because they're wearing another jersey. It's the dumbest thing. You want to talk shit, talk shit about sports or something like that. That's one thing. But to yell at an old man like that because he's wearing a Jacksonville Jaguars jersey and he's trying to enjoy himself in the hotel he's staying at, fuck you. Unacceptable for the week. It's ridiculous, man. And it really bothered me. And I'm telling you something right now, man. Like, you know, I don't want to act like a tough guy. The guy's arm was in a sling, but he was acting Try, he was acting and talking a lot of shit, man. And and when he said, you know, fuck you to me, I had to just go off the way that I went off. Um, you know. And it's amazing, too. When people want to talk shit and they're drunk, but all of a sudden they see shit get, you know, shit gets real and they, they, they really stop. They really think. Unless they're in a full blackout, you know. I wanted to, I really wanted to take, like, either the fucking plate of chicken wings or, like, backhand knuckle his head. You know, or just start wailing on his other arm. I don't know what I was just <laughs> just thinking of crazy shit, but it was um, it was ridiculous, man. To just like it was just the picture. Like how weird is that? Like some married man, like three kids, just going like just going. I want to hug. That's almost weirder than trying to hook up and just straight up fucking cheat, which is a, such a scumbag piece of shit thing to do. But the fact that like he was just like, just give me a hug. I just want to hug. Just that's really weird and creepy. Um, so that was the end of the Jacksonville thing, but, oh, something really cool happened. Um, Fred Taylor, they retired Fred Taylor's, um, number. Fred Taylor was a running back with the Jaguars, uh, for his whole career, except the last two years he was with the Patriots. Him and his entire family were staying at the Hyatt. I spoke to his brother a couple days in a row. Actually had the chance to speak to Fred Taylor himself, uh, in the lobby of the Hyatt a couple of times. And one time was before they retired his number, and then they did this montage at the game. And, like, I don't care if you're a Jaguars fan or if you're a Giants fan or a Pittsburgh fan, whoever you, like, what they did for him and the way they put it together, they made everybody, you know, you know, look at the, the, the big screen and they put this montage together of his runs and, like, you could tell he was fighting back tears and they had a big podium and he spoke to the crowd afterwards and he kept it short and sweet like a gentleman. Really, really cool dude. One of the coolest things. I got the chills. It was amazing. And, um... In the Hyatt lobby after when he was checking out, I saw him walking through and he looked over and I guess he recognized because I said hello to him in the lobby earlier and I was talking to his brother all night and I said, hey man, I just want to let you know congratulations and uh, he was like, oh thanks and I was like, look dude, I'm a Giants fan and he was like, no, it's all good and I was like, no, I just want to let you know man, I don't care, like I saw that montage man, I got the chills man, that was great and I said, and I saw you holding back the tears and he was like, man, I had to, I had to hold him back, really, really cool moment. And um, great family. His um, his brother uh, DJ. Shout out to DJ. I don't know if he's ever gonna listen to this, but uh, real cool man. We were just talking sports, and it's so cool to talk sports with like family members, and you know, even like Fred Taylor. I go, who's gonna win this week? And he's like, Come on, man. You know who I think's gonna win? And I was like, But who do you really think's gonna win? And he was like, Man, I think we're gonna win. He, of course, he had to say that, but um, I little did I, you know, I didn't tell him I put a fucking honey on the on the Bengals, but. Um, no, it was it was really cool, and um, I said to him when he was leaving, I pointed to him, and I said, Hall of Fame, and he goes, man, I hope so. So then, for you smart asses out there, I said on my Facebook, I was like, I met future Hall of Famer Fred Taylor, and I bumped into people, and, I, and people got back to me and said, just so you know, Paul, Fred Taylor is not a Hall of Famer. Well, I beg to differ. I think people would think that because he played in Jacksonville, and they didn't really see his numbers, but... Fred Taylor, for you people that don't know, rushed for 11,600 and I believe 30-something yards, okay? 
There's a very select few people that rush for over 10,000 yards. As a matter of fact, Fred Taylor rushed for more yards than O.J. Simpson, and Fred Taylor is 15th all-time on the rushing yards list. So I beg to differ. I think I didn't look at his touchdowns, but if he's not a Hall of Famer, he's right there, but I believe he's a Hall of Famer. Okay, he, he I mean, almost 12,000 yards rushing. So, I mean, Jerome Bettis had like 13, I think. So, um, but anyway, man, just a nice guy. And then somebody said, you know, after I had told him that I met Fred Taylor and, and, you know, everything, and I saw his number get retired, the game we went to, they unveiled it and all that stuff. Um, Somebody said that Fred Taylor's agent years ago screwed him out of millions of dollars, right? And I heard recently Fred Taylor went to the jail where that agent is and just went there to say, I forgive you. Which is, which when you meet the guy, like... You know, like the guy knew, you know, we were telling him, too, that we were the comedians. I told him, you know, we're the comedians that were in town and stuff like that. And he was real cool. But he was cool even before that. Like, he didn't have to fucking just even entertain the fact that I knew him, you know. And he was just, like, cool. And then meeting his family and then talking to him afterwards. He was just a real appreciative, nice dude. And um, so so it it was real cool. And I hope he gets to the Hall of Fame. So now I'm officially a Fred Taylor fan. And anytime I see highlights of that guy, but if you don't know who he is, it's a shame because he played in Jacksonville for all those years. But Fred Taylor, man, great dude, good family. Um, and, and it was just a crazy experience at the Hyatt. We were just hanging out with these people and just had a great time. So that's the end of the, uh, of Jacksonville. And between, the the food that we ate and the shooting of the guns and just hanging out man and just seeing great comment and I gotta say holy shit people Bill Burr the new hour that Bill Burr is working on that I just had the pleasure of watching him work and put together is truly and this is a big statement but I'm gonna stand by it because I really had days to process it I think it's probably deeper Finding the funny in more deep shit than I think anybody I've ever seen go, including, and, and, and I mean, God rest his soul and all that, but guys like Carlin and them, like Bill is talking about shit at that level right now, and it was fucking a pleasure, and I'm not gonna lie, packed out shows every night, and I had great sets, I fucking crushed, and then I just watched Bill, and I'm like, holy shit, I gotta dig deeper, man, I'm just not that fucking good. Like, I was leveling. People were like, dude, you're one of my favorites now. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, I just think about the shit Bill's talking about. And I'm like, I got to get there, man. I got to get to the point where I can talk about shit like that and make it funny. Unbelievable. So, um, you know, and, and uh, Bill's CD, uh, I'm sorry, Bill's uh, DVD, um, You People Are All The Same, is available. Um, you could download it on his, on his website. Do that. Uh, but yeah, it was amazing. It was an amazing weekend. And tomorrow, as a matter of fact, in uh, six hours from right now, I will be driving to Cincinnati. I'm not flying this time because by the time I was going to book my flight, the flights were way too expensive and I haven't done a road trip. So I'm packed, ready to go, 10 hours in the car. We'll have a car when we're out there. And we are doing um, two shows tonight. At Go Bananas, and we are doing two shows on Saturday, and then we are going to see the Bengals, and I believe they're playing the Dolphins. We're going to see that in Cincinnati, and then come home. So that that is what the week is. Um, that's what's looking, you know, for the week so far. So, um, but you know, when you do the road, any comedians listening to this, man, when you do the road, when you try to do it with a friend, 
You know, try to just go with a buddy because you just got to make the best of it. Because there's nothing worse than sitting in a nice hotel room alone with nothing to do in a city you don't know. And you're just ordering movies to the room and the only food you eat is like downstairs. I've done it. It sucks. You go with a friend and you do shit. You find out what to do. You go to the movies. You hang out. You bullshit. You know, you do someone's podcast or, you know, if one of you guys have a podcast, that's the way to do the road. But I really saw how to do the road. That shit was gangster. Um, so, yeah, and just be careful, man, be careful, little weirdos that want to hang, hey, man, come on, man, I'll buy you a shot, buy you a drink, man, I'm gonna drink all night, what the fuck you going tonight, it's like, hey, man, thanks so much, dude, appreciate it, take care, you know, it's, it's just because they, they don't get it, they don't know, like, they don't know, like, that you're not supposed to be funny, like, they don't understand that you don't have to be funny off stage like some of them. You know, and then they try to tell you the stories. Hey, dude, I gotta tell you this one story, man. My mother, right? I know, I know, I know you gotta go. I know you gotta go. I know, I know people waiting and shit. But my mother, right? One time, man, she she was telling me, okay, that they was in a car, right? It's just like that bit you was saying. And then sometimes it's not even your bit. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. So just don't do it. Don't do it. Get in, get out, get your money, be nice, shake hands. Hey, how you doing? Check out blah, blah, blah. Get the fuck out of there because these people obviously don't understand that you're not a monkey or some fucking clown that's going to juggle for them uh, on command. It's ridiculous. All right, so what else did we want to talk about? Um, yeah, no movies, guys. I'm sorry. I Believe me, I wanted to see Lawless. Uh, I want to see uh, Taken 2. I wanted to see um, this movie, the Philip Seymour Hoffman movie, The Master or whatever. I want to see all these movies, but I just, look, I got two kids. I, I think I'm definitely going to see a movie Saturday, though, um, and, and, and review it for the next one. It might be Taken 2. I just got to see if they do it right. I talked about it on the other podcast. I just hope they don't do it bad. Um, what else do we want to talk about here? Okay, so here's a lot of people gave me suggestions with the cat situation that I'm in. I have a cat situation. Uh, my two cats are ripping up the rug. My wife's going crazy about it. It's really bothering her. I don't blame her, um, but we've had the cats for, you know, eight years. They're great cats, and we don't know what to do. So we did get those plastic tip things that have been working, but, like, if a couple of them fall off, you got to, like, put the glue on it and, and do all that again and I think a couple fell off because they kind of just slightly got the new carpet which we just paid almost a thousand dollars for just on a staircase and they're starting to get that we can't have that again so here's the last resort we're going to the electric fence for cats so we're going to zap the shit out of them when they try to go up the stairs and then hopefully they're just going to be downstairs until we move and then we're not going to have to worry because we'll probably have hardwood floors everywhere. But that's pretty much what's going down. Otherwise, I'm afraid I'm going to come home and my wife is just going to open the door and say, oh, I don't know where they went. <laughs> I don't want that to happen. But we're it's not easy. It's not, man. It's crazy, actually. It's It's annoying. I just wish we didn't have to deal with it. It's like the last, you know, isn't it the last thing you want to deal with? I got a five-month-old daughter. I got a three-and-a-half-year-old son. I'm trying to, I'm going on the road. I'm trying to get shit going. I'm trying to trying to get as funny as I possibly can be and become a, a great comedian. And, and I, got a, I got a cat problem. Like things that I thought were going to be easy, I got a cat problem. You know, I'd rather have a dog shitting on the rug every other week and then I could clean it up. 
At least if a dog's shitting on the rug, you clean it up or you could get some kind of spray and one of those infomercial things where, like, you could dump tar on it and just put a drop of the thing and it disappears. Something like that. No, I can't do it. These cats have nails. You know, you can't declaw them. They're ripping shit up. What do I do? I don't want to give it to one of my pothead friends who's going to neglect it. I had the thing for eight fucking years. What am I going to do? Uh, it's annoying. It is annoying. How about those New York Knicks getting Rasheed Wallace after he's been retired for a couple years? It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Jason Kidd, Marcus Camby, Kurt Thomas, and now Rasheed Wallace. I'm telling you, if Maurice Cheeks is bringing up the ball next year, I'm throwing my Knicks towel and it's over. I don't understand what they are doing. It's, it, I just don't get it. It's like a 10-year-old... Like if This would be awesome if it was years ago. What are they trying to do? Do they think that these grandfathers are going to be good playing with the Mars Stoudemire coming out there? It's over. It's over. The Miami Heat got Ray Allen. They're going to repeat. It's bullshit. So now i got to put a smile on my face, watch the Knicks be good for a couple months, get to the playoffs, and probably lose to the, in the first round. Maybe get out of the first round and lose it. It sucks. My friend texted me. My buddy literally texted me. And he goes, oh, Nick's Rasheed Wallace, question mark, question mark, question I thought he was joking. That's how crazy it was. Like, oh, you, gotta, you guys got to be joking right now. There's no way that that's real. There's absolutely no way that that's real. And then I found out it was real. It's crazy. I swear the Knicks just, I don't know what it is. They don't want to win. Congratulations to the New York Yankees for clinching the American League East. I've watched four innings of baseball all year. I don't know why I don't care. And what sucks is if they do win the World Series, and of course I'll root for them to win the World Series, but I can't act like I went for this ride with them because I haven't at all. I'm like, oh, that's great. You know, it's good for New York. I mean, I'm a Yankee fan. That's great. My boy Robinson Cano had a good year, but I don't give a shit. I really, it, it's just baseball at this point is, it seems like it's 18 months long, <laughs> which that makes no sense because only 12 months in a year, but I can't believe I have to drive in six hours. You ever know you have a long drive and like you lie to yourself? Like, it's not going to be bad, man. You kidding me? Put the music on. I'll talk to people on the phone. And then you call the people and they're like, yeah, I'm at work, dick. And you get like, maybe like you get that one friend who gives you 10 minutes and then you realize you have nine minutes and 50, nine hours and 50 minutes left. It sucks. That's what I'm going through right now. I'm having this like bullshit thing in my head that like tomorrow's going to be not bad and I'm going to wake up and get breakfast before you know it. I'm going to be, you know, halfway through Pennsylvania. It's going to be a nightmare. So I'm just hoping to leave as early as possible, beat the traffic. Oh, my God, I wish I could just have a jet. How great would it be to have a jet where you just call your pilot up? You're like, yeah, dude. Yeah, I want to go to San Fran tonight, man. Gas that bitch up. We're going for a ride. You want dinner? On me. You know? Actually, I would be such a nut with a pilot just because of the way I am with flying. I'd be like, dude, you sleep good last night? <laughs> What'd you do last night? Tell me about your day. Any substances I need to know about? Is your wife cheating on you? Nothing? Everything's good with your wife? Because if your wife's blowing somebody else, I don't think you're going to be, uh, I don't want your. I don't want that mental state in the, behind the car. I know you're a professional, but I don't want that. Okay? I want your mental state that your wife just blew you, and now you have to fly. Like, that's better. I, I can handle that. I always thought about that. Like, a guy whose wife's cheating on him, you know, and he's got to get divorced, he's losing his kids, and he's got to fly a bunch of honeymooners to Hawaii. Just fucking taking down, <laughs> just taking down the fucking plane. 
oh my god i love you so much this is gonna be amazing this i've been waiting for this my whole life the guy's just in there just doing shots like these people don't even know i'm about to hit a mountain in maui right now but it would be awesome to have a have a, a uh you know your own private jet with a pilot um what else do we have here to talk about yeah, the Giants lost a heartbreaker. That sucked. I thought that that was going, and I'm jumping around the bar like a lunatic thinking it went in, and it was two two yards short. But that's why you love the NFL, because you come back the next week. And, you know, the thing with the Giants is they'll peel off like seven wins in a row. They're the shit. By the way, thank you so much, man. Uh, Willis Whalen, if you're listening to this, dude, you are the man. This guy is my friend at the... Um, NFL Players Association, just such a great dude. Just, Willis, thank you, man. You're the best. Looking forward to coming down to D.C. and chilling with you. Um, I said something, that we were talking the other day, I said it to Burr and he was laughing. Willis Whalen, he's you know a big football family and he's got this little kid. And um, Willis, I was talking to him on the phone, we were talking about going to the Super Bowl together or whatever. And he goes, Paul, listen to this, listen to this. And he puts his son on the phone, I don't know, five, six years old or whatever. And he goes, do it, do it. And his son just goes, Raiders. <laughs> and Bill got the biggest kick out of that. It was hilarious. Um, but no, man, thank you for the Eli stuff. That was awesome. Um, well, anyway, guys, that's uh, that's pretty much it. Didn't get into a fight. Still got the cat shit going on. Um, and going to watch some movies and talk to you guys about that. Be careful. Don't hang out with the weirdos after your shows if you're a comedian. And if you're not a comedian, just go up to the comic politely and say, Hey, what's up? Thanks, man. Great show. Really enjoyed it. Leave it at that. Okay? That's it. That's it. Um, I am going to Cincinnati, so the plugs this week will be Go Bananas, tonight and tomorrow, two shows each. This will be posted up beforehand. If you uh, Actually, it doesn't matter. Those shows are all sold out. Um, but if you are one of the people going to that show, I could tell you right now, you're going to see, um, you know, a, a great show. I mean, uh, I'm working on new stuff and, and I'll give you my best right now, but Bill's hour, man, is just, uh, it's remarkable. So enjoy that. And, uh, that's it. That's it. After that, I'm home. I'm in New York City working on some stuff. Got some stuff coming up. Uh, so thanks everybody. You got this one a little early. I hope you enjoyed it until next week. I am out of here. Thank you.